We back. Welcome back to D1. Division One Rejects. Hunter Chambers is back on the pod. He stopped in Marquette on his way up to Houghton, back to Michigan Tech. But I'm back. Kobe Manzo here with Hunter Chambers and Jimmy Martin. Jimmy, what's up, brother? How's it going, guys? In the uh, in Martin's place today for a little bit uh, episode of the podcast. And today we're going to talk a little bit of D2 football. Not too much news on that end um, as far as, obviously, the championship is over. I believe the SCS championship is Live today? right now, I think it's, I think today, it's live yeah, right now. They've probably, been going, they've been playing for a little bit. Might have to throw that one on. Put that eh? on right now, yeah. But that's a good idea. Um, other than Quincy that, Patterson, North Dakota State, yeah, goes exactly. to throw a deep. He does. I didn't know that. Um, but other than that, we have the college football semifinal playoff games to break down a little bit. Even though, you know, you got to break them down. Even though they were yeah, quite, Bulldogs, quite dominant <laughs> performances from both squads. Um, and then obviously looking towards the national championship game in Lucas Oil Stadium, correct, in Indianapolis? Uh, yeah. Alabama and Georgia. That'll be an exciting one to go over. After that, we'll get into the NFL scene a bit to talk about the NFL playoff picture. And, of course, the news that everyone is talking you about. Smell, you smell that? Antonio Brown? Yeah. Is that what you were smelling? Yeah, I was smelling that. Man, Antonio Brown, he seems to have been, uh, I don't know what he's been smelling, man. It, it's something, and I'm not sure I want to be on it. But he has been the talk of the NFL and the football world the last couple of days. So we will talk about that a bit. I don't want to spend too much of the podcast on it because there are many other sources that have discussed it at length. But first of all, gentlemen, I did want to open with a little bit of, little bit of D2 talk. We had some big news come from Ferris State football today at 3.13 p.m. to be exact. And they were congratulating Is this breaking? Their this is, I guess, somewhat breaking. Semi-breaking. It's today's news. Semi-breaking news. Defensive coordinator Ryan Hodges of the Fair State Bulldogs has been chosen as the 2021 Football Scoop Division II Coordinator of the Year. And that is defensive coordinator. And right? that is a mouthful. That defensive is. coordinator? That's... that's. It just says Division II Coordinator of the Year. Yeah, but what, what coordinator is he? Oh, he's, he's the defensive coordinator. Yeah, because yes. I was about to say, Sorry. when you go on... Fair State goes into the playoffs and doesn't let up more than twenty four points. And also, when they played Shepard, Shepard was the highest scoring, highest scoring. Yep. They had the Heisman winner in their quarterback, which not Harlem Heisman, Hill, yep. Harlem Hill winner. Yeah, but they were the highest scoring offense in Division Two, and they only let up seven points to them. Unreal, dude. Yeah, and whatever so they're doing. A large part of that victory, not to discredit the Ferris defense at all, but you will know that Ferris was obviously the higher seed in that game. And guess where Shepard had to go to play that game. Oh, wow, that's, we got a score update here. It's 38-10 in the FCS yeah, championship right now. This one's over. Probably Montana not State? worth turning it on yet. Yeah, uh, North Dakota State was rolling today. That's North Dakota State. Hey, always Ring rolling. them. Quincy Patterson, 91 rushing yards. Wow. Quincy, throw it deep. Definitely hit the over. Quincy, congratulations on the championship. Definitely Congrats. hit the over on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but... Like talking about the Ferris and Shepard game, Ferris obviously being that one seed, I believe Shepard was probably a three seed in that bracket. Four. It was at a four, four seed. So they had to go travel travel up to Big Rapids, and there was snow all over the field in that game. And that Shepard obviously I, is a very air dominant offense. Yeah. I think that played right into Ferris's hands. I think even I'll toot my own horn here. <laughs> uh, Ferris State, the least amount of points they scored all year was against Michigan Tech. No way. 38 because of that long drive. And a Shepard uh, air attack offense, you go in, th- playing in the snow is different for everybody. Oh, and dude. also just getting on a bus. Especially playing against Ferris, dude. And Ferris State. The you saw best like Grand Valley. Yeah. What happened to Grand Valley when they played Ferris in the playoffs? And that game was a snowed out. Compared mm-hmm. to the game in Lubber Stadium at Grand Valley mm-hmm. during the regular season, that was a one-touchdown game towards the end of the game at Grand Valley. But then it you go to the playoffs. It was. Yeah. And and then you go into the playoffs, and it was totally different. Like, they flipped the script, and it wasn't even Waxed them. close. Yeah. But it's hard we've to seen, beat a team twice. I mean, we saw, Jimmy, we saw this year what a drive can do. That Grand Valley team that came up here to the Dome, 
they scraped out of that with a four-point win over a Northern team that had, you know, really going into it from an outsider's view, no no reason to, to be even hanging in no, that game. No, no. And if you really look back at that game, we probably should have won. Oh, they got every single break in the first half. Yeah, like there's, the there's, tr- one, weird there's one call in calls. particular. There's one, like, obviously, like, Tilly played a great game. He, t- he, had, a, he had a touchdown in that oh, game, but then like, right the one the on the right of the goal line, yeah. Yep. Tough play, like, Tilly played well that game. Little fullback. But then yeah, there's this one, yeah. there's this one play, like, Wyatt made this crazy catch on the sideline, and they called him out of bounds. Like, that's a huge oh, play. Oh, dude. You remember that? I'm sitting, well, I'm sitting there recording. Like, Obviously, I didn't play this year with the I thought he was in. I'm sitting there filming, and the buddy, my buddy next to me, Chris, he takes uh, pictures for the Northern Athletics here, and he leans over. He, quiet guy, but he leans over. doesn't even say anything. He just shows me the picture with two, like, two feet down. I'm like, he yeah. got two? What? No, he, I guess what I was saying because, like, yeah, it was, uh, it was tough. But, but I was right there too. I saw the whole thing. But I mean, really, you down. you've seen what a long drive can do for teams like that. And I think that is just not really a part that enough people consider, especially when a team. Where's Shepard from? What state? Pennsylvania. They're from Pennsylvania. Yeah, okay. they're they're in the PSAC. Okay. PSCA. PSCA. I was Pennsylvania not familiar with that school something conference. But conference. like you said, they were a very good team, and traveling to Ferris was obviously a, a challenge that they. Could not overcome, but and just getting shut out as a number one offense like that. Back to the Ferris State coordinator winning that, right? And then also putting on a clinic in the playoffs by scoring fifty plus points every game, and having your I think the highest scoring opponent was seventeen in the final Vladostas. Yeah, they were fifty piecing everyone. Yeah, yeah that I, that championship game it was a turnoff at halftime for me. No, no, I, I don't think I even watched because I knew Ferris was going to win. I, yeah, it's just. By the way, is there? I know there's like a Harlan Hill award. Is there like an Offensive Player of the Year award? Like, because I know question. like Division, as as Division One will have like a yeah. bunch of like different awards for positions. Like, I mean, Bernard had to walk away with some sort of national like hardware. Like, that's a good question. Because I, mean, I know he, he, won, he, had he won Player of the Year in the conference. Yeah, yeah, but like he won the national championship undefeated quarterback. Like, you're right. I, I don't know. Uh, we'd have to look into that because I, I, don't I have honestly an answer. don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah, know either because nothing was. And if it were, I'm sure we would have seen it from Fair State yeah, Football or something. one of their media outlets. But moving on to Another level of college football. I say we start with just a quick recap of, the, of those semifinal games. What we saw from them. Let's start with Georgia, Michigan, thirty-four to eleven final for Georgia, and the dogs roll on. And what was the spread for this game? Was probably like what minus seven, seven, seven minus seven, seven for, Georgia, for Georgia. Or, Georgia. Yeah, right. And you know, obviously that hit, but I think people were slamming that that spread for Michigan. I believe. I mean, oh yeah. And, I, then I, again, obviously the area that we're in, we're going to hear a lot more of that. Cause you have a lot more of those people that are fans. But still, I think everywhere around the country, everybody was like, this is Michigan's year. This is mm-hmm. Michigan's year. This is Michigan's year. Everything seemed to Aiden be lining Hutchinson up. may be the most overhyped player of all time <laughs> of all time. I'm with uh, you. He did not I'm so with game. you. I mean, as, as a Heisman candidate, yeah, he, there's a couple calls that didn't go his way, but that's football. That's how it's going to go every week. Mm-hmm. And when you can't even make a play in probably the biggest game he's ever played, there's something to be looked at there. 100%. And he's still, the, the most surprising thing for me, I guess, after that showing is the fact that he's still really number one on so many mock drafts. And Which, it didn't really again, impact. he's just a physical specimen. Oh, he is. He's so, straight out of a child, laboratory. Straight, yeah. Divine child, uh-huh. straight out of Michigan. So that's that's definitely a big thing for him. And then for him to go on and say that he hasn't really liked the Lions, never really been a Lions fan. Well, the Lions are going to have the first overall pick. Anyway. No, they so are not. Sure. They have like three? And I hope they don't draft him, even if he falls Oh, me two. too. We don't. I don't. I just. He was just. I'm not a big Michigan guy. No, I'm sorry. I mean, neither am I. They were gassing up and like Michigan social media was saying like, this is our year. This is our year. 
and then just to go get embarrassed in the semifinal. Now, what do you make like, of the rumors of Harbaugh potentially going to the Raiders or some of these other Harbaugh NFL can, teams? Harbaugh is the one guy in Michigan that can do whatever he wants, and I you think, think so. I think he'll stay. Yeah, I agree. Just because it's just Harbaugh. because I think he was that close. And what he if had the Bears call him? And he was already he's Bears. already been in the Super Bowl, had a chance to win that. Mm-hmm. I don't think he needs to prove anything else in the NFL. That's a good point. I think he's chilling. He'll make more money at Michigan. I think he's, which is a crazy uh, thought. I don't, I don't know. know if he will. I don't know because here's the thing. You got to remember, like obviously Harbaugh, like, Mich- he's a Michigan alum. Yeah, he's also a Bears alum. And if the Ooh. Chicago if the Chicago Bears call Jim Harbaugh and offer him like Tomorrow, a, a yeah. giant contract, I, he will leave Michigan in a heartbeat. Damn, to do it. And coach, this is not. This is this Chicago is very Bears. realistic. This is this very is realistic. Chicago Bears. This, could this, is, this is not the Jaguars. This isn't like the Lions. Sorry, Kobe. Hundred two. <laughs> like this is a charter franchise, like blue chip NFL, like very historic, successful franchise. Yeah. Like a team anyone that, would well, be Dan Campbell's going to turn the lines around. Hey, I'm not saying he can't. I'm just because the Bears head coaching job is much more desirable position than the Lions. Oh, hundred percent. That's just fresh, how it is. This is a team that really good defense. Yeah, this is a team that, like yeah. you were talking about, yeah. if Aaron Rodgers leaves the division, they have a great they win, chance they to win, win the, division the NFC North year. next year. They win the division if Aaron Rodgers leaves. Especially it, with two like, coaches and like Zimmer. With, it, with an yeah. incompetent head coach right now, the Bears are not going to win anything with Matt Nagy at the, at the head of the realm. It's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. you got to bring in someone new. Uh, I've also heard reports that they're going to promote Ryan Pace. Really? Uh, which is, I would uh, would not want that. <laughs> I mean, they, 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 they got to fire everybody. They got to sell the team. They got to fire Matt Nagy. They got to fire Ryan Pace. They got to fire Ted Phillips. Get rid of everybody. Clean the house. The Bears roster is, like, completely fine. It, it, it can win football games. The coaching staff and the organization is going to continue to drive it into the ground for forever unless they make a change really soon. Yeah, and that's this is coming from a Bears fan. Diehard Bears. I've been watching. Fan. I've been going to Bears games since I was like six years old. I, I know the Bears like the back of my hand. They continue to disappoint me every single year, and they're going to continue to do that unless they make a lot of changes within the organization. Because I really do believe that Fields is the guy, and he's made a ton of athletic plays. I mean, there's a little bit of growing pain, so he's a rookie. You know, yeah, you, you can't 100%. expect a rookie quarterback to hop in and just have a perfect passer rating and not turn the ball over. Because not at all. Well, we saw. I mean? No one's talking about Trevor Lawrence. No, exactly. I like, mean, we're skipping right over to the NFL, but I don't care. Like Trevor yeah. Lawrence's numbers right now are absolutely atrocious, and whether that be because of how much drama has been surrounding Jacksonville and the fact that Urban Meyer has just been polluting that entire franchise, yeah. you know, all that has to obviously play a factor into it. But his numbers have been brutal this year. Um, but a team that I want to talk about a little bit more was Las Vegas because that was one of the teams that uh, was rumored to be potentially the next uh, coaching spot for Harbaugh, right? And for me. And I forget who made this point the other day of some some type of media that I was listening to. But um, obviously with Gruden gone, and you have, I'm going to totally butcher this name, Bisaccia? Bisaccia? Yeah, Richard Bisaccia or something like that. Yeah. Right? They're, so they're he's not a great job. Their interim head coach, head coach in Las Vegas. He has come in and took a team that obviously had the talent but was almost in shambles at the point when he took them in and turned them into a playoff cont- Well. You know, whether they're, 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 they're in a winning in right now, they control exactly. their own destiny. I mean, they, they have to play the Chargers, obviously, well, I mean, it's a tough exactly. matchup with Herbert and everything. Yeah. But. but the fact that they're even in this position after looking back maybe two months from now, when he, or maybe a month or two from when he took the helm of that organization, mm-hmm. I almost would be surprised if they didn't at least interview him to keep him on as the head was coach. Was it? I think it was also head coach, huge. He's done a great job, but also Derek Carr. Yes. He like, stepped who up said, play. Who said that? I think it was Warren Sapp. Was you throw Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, in that Raiders offense, I don't think they win as much games as as long if it wasn't Derek Carr this year. No, I would have to agree with you because Derek Carr is a is a gritty guy, not a show it all in your face guy that makes those two big throws yeah. a game and wins those games that come down to the wire. And I think the Raiders are have this year. Yeah, ever since everything's going on, they may be the most 
fun team to watch in football. It's They're the fantastic. Best, it's the, it's, They're always in their game. It's the best story in the league. It is. It's yeah. like and, in terms of like where you would expect a team to be based on what happened to them in, during the season. Obviously, you got like the Ravens, like ton of injuries, and like they just missed the playoffs. If you would have told me, if hypothetically, Sam a Raiders fan, tell me that Henry Ruggs gets a DUI, kills a person, never in the league again. John Gruden gets fired after like week three. I would expect the Raiders to be like five and eleven right now. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're now they're nine spot. and seven, and they're they're in a winning situation. I believe it's on Sunday Night Football. They win in there. It in. should be. Yeah. It should be Sunday Night they're Football. They're in, and it's with versus the Chargers. Yep. Which remember, I actually watched this game at your house last year. Remember last year the Raiders Chargers game on Thursday Night Football was one of the game of the years when Justin Herbert, remember he got in, he's, mm-hmm. and he's screaming, I'm in, I'm in. Remember on that? Yeah, <laughs> that was a great game last year. So it's going to be a fantastic game because both of those teams, both <laughs> it is literally a playoff game because both of those teams, he's they so win he's and they lost in. his voice yeah. just speaking about this game. So there but, is another scenario in the AFC, though. I don't know if this is there. You guys might have seen this stat before, on social media this Before week. we move on to that, I wanted to say back on, the, on Derek Carr's page uh-huh. a little bit, I don't want to act like he's just kind of turned this on all of a sudden. You look at his first three games, he's averaging over 390 yards per game with two touchdowns and a passer rating of over 90 in those first three games. It was unreal. But then after that, you take a dip in the passer rating, you drop down, you see a 84, 67, a 72. The passing guards and other stats start to go down, and stats play a lot less of a role than other things in that in that type of, you know, in that that's, area. But that's when all that news broke, too. So give, give, them, give them three weeks and then... 100%. But now, it's, you know, the stats have not quite been there, but the wins have been. And I think, like, a greedy guy like Derek Carr, I think a win is, you know, obviously more important than the stats. But yeah. he's a guy that's much more focused on that column of the... Of the uh, you know the the final box score, but go ahead with the other AFC so, scenario. Hypothetically, if the Colts were to lose to the Jaguars, because <laughs> yeah. here's the stats: so, like they with. have not won in Jacksonville since 2014. The Colts, wow, they've lost five. Or, sorry, my math's a little off. I think it was 2016. They've lost either five or six games in a row in Jacksonville. Interesting. And you'd think like, oh wow, like this is just a walk over the Jaguars kind of game. They haven't beat them in. In Jacksonville, in a really long time. Trap game. It, it, Trap game. I'm not, I'm not the, I mean, I heard it on part of my take this week, but anyway. So then, that if the Colts would lose, the Chargers and the Raiders could tie and just both get in. Not only that, the Lions would have the first pick, I believe. They might have a chance If the Jaguars at, win. Yes. Yeah, they might have the yes. first pick. And they lose. The Lions lose. Well, I, the, Lions, the Lions aren't losing this week. So I think the, I think the Lions are going to win. I think the Lions are actually going to win this week. Have? Packers. The Packers. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because they'll, they'll, they'll probably play, play. play Rodgers and Adams in the first half, and then they're going to take No, they won't play them at all. They already have the first seed locked up. No, but they're, no, 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 they, they're, they're supposed to play him. Yeah, Rodgers wants Which to I play. think is stupid. I, I don't know about that. I mean, give him a couple series, get his, get his feet warmed up. I don't know. Remember the last time I, that Aaron Rodgers didn't play against the Lions? It was 31-0. I was at Lambeau Field. And Pat McAfee on the call. Yeah. Pat McAfee on the call. We had Matt the, Prater the, threw a touchdown. Matt Prater, uh, the fake field goal I did, touchdown. I did see that. That was that legendary. That game was electric. Was and legendary. obviously, I was loving it because I'm a Lions fan at Lambeau. And Lambeau is an incredible stadium. That environment is so cool. But... That game was incredible, even if without any Aaron Rodgers, just for me to soak in a win there. Oh, so, yeah, that's unbelievable. But, you know, yeah. will history repeat itself? I, I have no idea. But your favorite right now out of the out of the AFC, who is it? Are the Chiefs kind of head and shoulders above everyone? Are the, are the Bills getting hot at the right time? I, I think, who do you think's my I think my favorite, Kobe? Who do you think's my favorite? Hunter's a big Titans guy. Okay. Derek Hunter's coming back. You saw that? He's, that he's is not, unreal. He's back at practice this yeah. week. He will not play this week, period. But he Period. will be ready week one, either if it's in the wild card. And, oh, man, if they get the bye, watch out. 
they might have it locked up. If they got to go through Tennessee, Tennessee in the Super Bowl, if they got to play in Tennessee with a healthy Derrick Henry. So you, but here's the thing. I like that you, take. You, you I'm, I'm kind of with that take, actually. I don't know, dude. They still got Patrick Mahomes in the AFC, man. I, I don't really know. do. I'm not scared. I don't of know. Mahomes, <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. Say, say, say the AFC does run through Tennessee, right? Yep. So the last time the Chiefs lost was in was in Nashville, and it right was now they 27 to three, and that was an embarrassing loss. Ever since that point, Patrick Mahomes has been almost perfect. Since since but that's exactly happened. exactly what you said, he wasn't perfect. The Tennessee Titans know how to beat Patrick Mahomes. And when they were trash at the beginning of the year, uh-huh. they were trash because of Patrick Mahomes and not their defense. And now Patrick Mahomes has turned it up, and he's probably like— That's a good he's, point. He's, he's going to be being like third or fourth in MVP voting now. Yeah, yeah. behind Where, wherever he Wherever he was, he, that, he wasn't— he, First of all, at that point, he was, just, he was just turning the ball over a lot. He was still being efficient, like throwing touchdowns and getting yards. Kind of like what but Stafford's he, doing right now. Exactly. Yeah. But St- we'll get to Stafford in a little bit. Yeah. But like, I still think Mahomes is the best player in the NFL. I that, that that's been my opinion since for like three years now. Yeah, and like obviously it's gonna be it's gonna waver based on like recency bias and who's doing better like course. this week and that week. Yeah, if I'm picking a guy to start my franchise with in the NFL, it is Patrick Mahomes through and through. And that's an easy take. Yeah, I agree. agree. I, it's, it's an easy take. take. And, yeah. and, of his and what's the most? Yeah. What's the, and what's yeah. the most important time for a franchise to win the playoffs? That, that's yeah. what that is. Why my pick is the Kansas City Chiefs because they have the best quarterback in the AFC. And my, I said this what like maybe a month ago. It's my, it was my Bucks Chiefs prediction in the Super Bowl. I'm sticking with that. It's going to be the Bucks and the Chiefs. Really, that's, I agree. I, that's my opinion. I agree that Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the NFL, and he's the best quarterback in the NFL. But the mm. best player in the NFL is Aaron Donald by oh landslide. I think you think so. Really, I still, so. who would you rather have on your team? <laughs> who, would, like you said, if I wanted to start a franchise yeah. today. It's Patrick Mahomes because a defensive no, a nose yeah. tackle isn't yeah, going to do, do that it much. For a franchise. But if you're talking about best overall football player, mm-hmm. it's Aaron Donald. I, okay, I, I'll, what do you I'm say not, not going to disagree. Season this year, as far as deep points, there's just a bigger sample size for Donald. Yeah, okay. Fair. Yeah. I'm just saying in terms of like, I think TJ Watt should win. TJ Watt should win the award this year, but like those two are are still not comparable. Who's better? Does he get Does he get almost the LeBron treatment as far as the award goes as well? Now, as far as LeBron was with the MVP. Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald Depoy. I mean, yeah, it's kind of yeah. It, yeah. It, like, let's say everybody has like a, a an average year. Aaron Donald's year is his, way much. His better. average is everybody else is great. Yes, that's yeah, and he's that's a great way to put it. He's his stats have been getting better and better, and every everybody knows that they're the guy they're going to double team to, and his stats still either produces. stay the same or go up. Like Aaron Donald is the standard. Like for like, if you want to win the Depoy, you got to be better than him. Yeah, that's, that's a great that's point. That's a great point. Because that's, that's the first person you compare whenever yep. someone talks about uh, a TJ Watt or when they were talking about uh, Diggs, you know, which mm. there's no way he has a chance to win the award. No, and he has like the most coverage yards a lot against. Isn't that unreal? It, it, like, I mean, he's a ball hawk. He's making, he's having a hell yeah. of a season. He's generating just, a lot of turnovers. I could almost see him like moving to like a safety, just like just a straight ball hawk rather than just like playing coverage. Because yeah. obviously he's not great in coverage, but he's he's really good, but he's just not good at guarding people. Like, that makes sense. Yeah. Because he, he was a receiver at, at exactly. wherever he was before. Alabama. At, at Alabama, Alabama. And they moved yeah. him to the corner. And obviously it's worked out well for him. But oh, yeah. He's making Because his, his brother, no, Stephon yeah. Diggs, is yeah. one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Yeah. So. Agreed. But, yeah. As a stance. to speaking of Alabama. <laughs> Here we Alabama. go. Thank you. I was about to give us a that Alabama, Georgia final. And let's talk well, about can we that. Talk, can uh, we talk Alabama Cincy real quick yeah. before we go right let's into that? Tyshawn King, where you at? <laughs> your, your boys got exposed. Your boys from Cincy got exposed, Can man. We, I'm going to get what they some, score? What they score? 13 points? What they score? It was, I don't know, but it was ridiculous. And wasn't the spread already like a 14 I want to say something? it was 38 Yeah, dude. I mean, well, the spread I, was like 14. I could have told you that was going to happen. 
The spread, I believe, was like 14. In, so in favor of does Alabama. this prove that there should never be another po- uh, unpower five team? That's the thing is, which the committee is going to be a power five team six now. Six points, but still, they didn't even does score a touchdown. Show? They didn't have a touchdown. They didn't, they didn't even score a touchdown. Tyshawn. <laughs> Damn, bro. So that's the question that I was going to offer to both of you guys is that is this the committee's chance to use this game almost as a martyr and say that this is why if anybody ever argues with us, with, with us in the future, excuse me, that a non-Power 5, a group of ty- 5 team, if you will, will never make it into the playoffs just because of this. Is that the excuse that's going to be? Like I you think said, it is. Since you'll be a Power 5 team in what, two years? One year, yeah, two years? they're going to the Pac-12. Yep. But Which is weird. I'll never argue weird. of no, two SEC teams. Okay, I was going to say. I was Big like, 12. Uh, Big yeah. 12. Yep. Whatever. They're, they're going to the Big yeah, but Power that's 5 the big conference. Difference. <laughs> I will never argue of either two Big 10 teams or two SEC teams in the NFL in the college football <laughs> playoff because you can just tell the SEC and the Big 10 is where Division One football is at. 100%. And it is where the money's at. It's where the best players go. And I'll if, like, next year we see Michigan and Ohio State in it and – Georgia and Alabama in it again, I wouldn't be surprised. It's the best, it should be it's the probably the best, best football. That's probably the best football, yeah. and it sucks and because w- the ACC for a long time was very top-heavy with Clemson obviously dominating that race. But now, without they're obviously still a great program, but they're just not at that level of prestige as they have been in the past. And then you look at the Pac-12, and the Pac-12 champion was an Oregon team that got beat. Or no, it was Utah, right? Because they beat Utah, Oregon. Utah gave... Ohio State, Ohio State. That was a a a great game. Fantastic game. But a Utah team that had some very large blemishes on their record throughout the season. And then trying to think Big 12 wise, they just really underperformed this year. You know, I guess besides uh, Oklahoma State uh, put together a great game, a great win over Notre Dame, right? They ended up winning that game coming Mm -hmm. back. So that was a great comeback. That was. That was an awesome game to watch. That was an awesome game to watch. Um, But yeah, for, for Cincinnati. It's just tough to go from there. A big a big piece for them, though, is that Fickle seems to be sticking around. Like, he's not planning on going anywhere anytime in the near future, which is huge for them because as far as recruiting goes, yep. oh, yeah, the recruiting is, has definitely gone up, and that's an area that, you know, a lot of people would argue that they would struggle against, which really the only reason they would really struggle in that area is because you're competing against SEC and Big Ten teams. So giving them that another level of credibility and getting into a Power 5 conference will be huge for them. Um, but as far as the playoff goes... Is that also a reason why an expansion is is harder than ever to really get past? Because people will argue that, okay, the four why? best teams in college football, two of them got smacked. Should we just go right to a championship? So that it's it's going to be hard, I think, this year out of all years especially to really argue, argue convincibly for an expansion to that to the current stage of the playoffs. Because what, last year, the year before, Clemson-Ohio State, that was the semifinal game. I think that so. was a great game. Fantastic. So... And Trevor Lawrence, which we know where he is now, but <laughs> I don't know. I think I agree with you at that point where it's hard, man. It's hard, and it's hard to predict the best teams in football and give the the little guy a chance, if you would say. It's very hard, and we've seen many of those those little guys that you know may or may not have been deserving of a chance. It was UCF, I guess, originally. Then you had a, a great coastal team that ended up losing a, a, last a heartbreaker. Um, Cincy, obviously, last year was another great example of that, and then. I Lots guess of Georgia in the Cotton Bowl. Or whatever. The other question I'll, I'll pose to both of you is that there are a lot of I shouldn't say a lot, but there are a few commissioners amongst the Power Five conferences that are really in support right now, and there's a large push going towards automatic bids for champions of the Power Five conferences. 
automatic bids into the playoffs, no matter what the record says previously in the year. So it would be six teams automatic bids. To I'm not sure what the, if, if an expansion or what, if, if it that. includes an expansion, but there are a lot of people that are really strongly endorsing automatic bids for Power 5 teams. conference Look champions. at Georgia and Alabama. Mm-hmm. Every year, Georgia and Alabama will forever be two top four programs. I don't At know about least. I don't know about Georgia, but Alabama is the perennial contender because you got to remember that like, you got teams like LSU got in one year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida, no, Florida's been down. Florida, now. Florida, They've Florida been down now, but because yeah. Dan Mullen kind of he got fired this year, but they were in the yeah. SEC championship. They played Alabama exactly. like super tough. Exactly. Like, like there's always team. a couple SEC teams where whether it's like a rota- it's like a rotation of Georgia, LSU, Florida, but Bama is always Bama's there. Bama's yeah. like it's the question always is always there. who's yeah. number two, but it's yeah. always. That side of it, it's never they play each other in the fi- in the SEC final. It's always Bama, and then like I don't know what the vi- like the South Division or whatever. It's, it's the West it's and the L- East, I think. Yeah. yeah, it's the East where it's like Bama, LSU, Georgia, yeah, agreed. Texas A M, Florida, and I'm with you. I I would not support. Obviously, I have no claim to make any type of decision whatsoever, as all of us do. But I would not be with that. I would not be with any type of automatic bid, if you will, because this rematch in the championship is going to be huge. And could you imagine if that was potentially stripped of us because you know Georgia didn't make it in after yeah. you know their showing against Alabama was brutal. Having the number one defense in the country and going and letting up over forty points, I believe, right? Forty one I mean, twenty four. Exactly. So they were just. They got folded in that championship game, and they were exposed and then in an area not, that nobody expected them to be. And they're, they're two-and-a-half-point favorites in the championship game, which I think is kind of weird. Which is wild. And I, I uh, think that's, that's just strange. Georgia's a favorite. Georgia's a favorite. Two-and-a-half-point favorite. And uh, I want to say the over-under is around, like, 50. And I thought that was pretty high. Another honestly, little piece of championship 52. For it's 52. The North Dakota State final. They won their ninth FCS national title in the past 11 years. That is incredible. 38-10 to 10 in the route over Montana State. Just got that news. So that is, I mean, not really anything. But what are they doing? James Madison, I believe, are they, they, they was talk about a lot of, talk about them moving up to FBS. I believe that might be happening. I think the talk was about going to the Sun Belt. I'm not sure if that's still going through or not, but um, in the near future, that could be something that we see happen. <laughs> but I, I say that because when does North Dakota State make the jump? Not to get us too off, far off topic. When does but, GV, when does Ferris make the jump? Yeah, you could just go down the row, right? Ferris, exactly. GV can go ahead and leave the GLIAC if they want to. I will not be upset if that happens. <laughs> so uh, Tech can win it every year. You're right. The GLIAC would be gone. The, the GLIAC would be gone. We'd have to go, we go northern. It'd, it'd be like it'd be like the somewhere. it'd be like the UPIAC or something. something. <laughs> Upper Peninsula Intercollegiate <laughs> Athletic Conference. Just we just play UPAC. each other every week. We throw, we throw Finlandia in there. <laughs> Bye week. Bye week. <laughs> Finlandia. Yeah. Same anyway, <laughs> but yeah, back to the national championship. Let's game. hear the picks. The Let's picks. See the picks. What you want I, to start us off? I I want to say Alabama does it again, and. Uh, Bryce Young shows again why he's the Heisman winner, and uh, I'm with you. Jason Williams I, or Javante Williams shows why he's a top ten pick. The their wide receiver is it? It's something Williams. It's Jay Williams. That I'm not S- sure. Say can, why he's a top ten you. pick. Yeah, I'm gonna look at. This. I saw he was. I got some guy named Mechie. He's pretty good too. Mechie's hurt. <laughs> yeah, no, Mechie's I know. But he's, 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 he's good. He's not though. playing. He, he's yep. a good player though. Like, he won't be playing. But I think. Bryce Young and the Alabama. Jameson Williams. Jameson Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then. Alabama's defense with Will Harris, who is a so much better of a player than Aiden Hutchinson, but he doesn't have two inches on him, so he's 
to not a husband. And I think part of the difference in a lot of the speculation as far as who is the better draft pick and all of those. Well, not draft pick because he's not. Is he, he's not going to the draft here, is he? Harris? Will Harris, I believe he's a uh, yeah, freshman. He's, yeah, he's so soft, I think sophomore. Anyway, he has another. Yeah, year he's not going to the draft. But I think as far as you know, their projections at the next level. I think a large reason that I kind of almost wasn't aware of watching a lot of their games because you almost can't tell is that Aiden Hutchinson is a true defensive end with his hand in the ground, while Harris really is playing that outside linebacker role in a two point on the outside where he can like drop a TJ into Watt coverage. Role or exactly, a... and that slight difference between someone like a TJ Watt and maybe like a Miles Garrett, right? Like mm, that, yep. that is kind of the comparison I like to make because I think that's what people are looking at a lot more right now as far as draft stock goes is that true defensive end straight pass and rush. And that's Hutchinson and Thibodeau. Exactly. And like that's Ojabo exactly is. is projected a top 10 pick as well. Mm-hmm. And he's that outside linebacker. But I mean, you feel. can you see that depending on the system and depending on the defense, that obviously works at the NFL. TJ Watt is a great example. TJ Watt's a great example. So, um, I mean, there are a lot of guys that do that. I know, but there are a lot of guys that that do that really well, but that was something for me that I guess I didn't realize. Michael Parsons a deal. great example. Michael, Michael Parsons, Parsons could win Depoy. He could. He's having a year, dude. Yeah. He's got he's got rookie of the year locked up. Like it's over. Oh, like, duh. and he might have the defensive player of the year locked up. I don't know. I got. I gotta give it to TJ Watt, dude. I would give it to Watt. That's what I would do. If I, if I'm not, like, I don't know. Is it like the press who votes for that, or like I don't know who does. I want to say it's a, like the media. I feel like would. Yeah, I feel like some media. I mean, I feel like Kobe. You know who votes for the uh, defensive? I actually don't. I probably should. I mean, he he has like twenty. If he if he breaks the sack record, he has it. Like he has the award. Like that's it. Because you can't you can't not give the award to someone if they have the sack record. Agree. You you have to give them the hundred percent. And that's Michael Strahan's record right now, I believe. Michael Afton Strahan. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Come on, guys. This isn't this isn't some guy. This isn't some guy's record. Strahan. Yeah. It's Michael Strahan's award. Uh, but a guy that I want to talk about on Alabama is Brian Robinson Jr. You guys see him in that semifinal game, the running back for Alabama. And his oh, story, yeah, dog. We were right, watching that together, dog. Right. So his story, he was hurt for three. His story is obviously great because he says, I mean, he says, I've worked my whole life for this opportunity. After four full seasons with the Crimson Tide as a backup, he's you know finally getting his chance this year, and he showed up big for them in that semifinal game because really, when they got ahead like that and they just needed to pound the ball, they went right to him, and he was dominant against that Cincinnati defense. So. I loved watching him. Most, second most rushing yards in the college football playoff behind Zeke. Yeah, I believe so. And from a guy who, like I said, has not had his chance even really until this year and just showed up. That just shows Bama. What, what Johnny was saying about how Jimmy. Bama, Jimmy was saying. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no worries. No worries. Um, just Bama is the standard. And Dude. the fact that their fourth string guy could do that. And that's what it is. It's next man up mentality over there. And they don't just say it. They mean it. Because it's so impressive how you can have guys like that year in and year out. We've seen amazing, talented running backs come out of that program every year. And all the while, this guy's just been sitting there biding his time, just waiting for his shot. And he finally has a chance to prove it, which is really cool. Um, I'm just excited to see him to yeah. see him play, too. I think we can officially say that Alabama is RBU. I mean, yeah. Think about it, like, think, yeah. Say so who's. I mean, who's next up? Derrick Henry. I was thinking. Ohio's now. Yeah, Derrick Henry. George, George, you're right. Derrick Henry. Josh Michelle. Jacobs. Um, who came out last year? 
from Bama. Bama. They got they got guys. Najee Josh Jacobs, Najee Harris, Josh yeah, like, Jacobs, Josh Jacobs, Najee Harris, Derek Henry. I mean, I'm unreal. The, Sean Alexander. I mean, yeah. that was like 10, 15 years ago, but yeah, Sean Alexander. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? I agree like, with you. Georgia would probably yeah, be number two. Alabama's just also yeah, everything you, everything, everything you. It's not QBU. Alabama is not quarterback you. No, they're not. Not even close, actually. They don't perform very well. I think Oklahoma's probably QBU if I if I had to pick one. Jalen Hurts, Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray. Right I mean, now, that's, that's three right NFL now. starting quarterbacks. Right, right now, yeah. yeah, you know, QBU is just where like Wyoming or a Fresno State or somewhere weird. You got <laughs> California, Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. No, no, weird like that. I mean, the JUCO that he went to. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's QBU. That's the real QBU. Anyway, um, but we didn't we didn't finish our picks. Yeah, I'm with you. Picks? I think Bryce Hall shows out again. Or Bryce, Bryce, Bryce Hall, Bryce, Hall. Oh, Bryce yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce Hall is going to show out too, but definitely not in that game. Um, Bryce Young's going to show out again. And he's like you said, he's going to prove why is that that Heisman winner. And he was head and shoulders above every other player in the country. And I think people are going to be starkly reminded of that when we watch that game. And why yeah. is a future lion? Yeah, I would. I would love nothing more. But Jimmy, yeah. uh, are you just are you going to split up our our, our consensus? Here's here? the thing. I, I love <laughs> oh, I, I, I love Stetson Bennett, but I think I think Bennett comes out on top. But yeah. here's the thing. I, I don't know if you guys know Stetson Bennett's story, but like, so he when he was like in, doing like college camps, you guys probably did camps too. You're trying to get recruited or anything. He would show up in a mailman's hat, like because he was like the mailman or whatever. Because he's like, you know what I mean? Like always so, delivered. Yeah, yeah, just delivering. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like that would that made him stood out. Made him stand out, and he got this walk on opportunity at Georgia. I think I think it is so cool that he walked on. Now he's just. Up the man competing for a national championship. Yeah. Like it's that's a hell of a man, story, man. Like, you gotta, you gotta I had not heard that. I had not heard that. Yeah, story I saw. I mean, I I knew he was a walk on, but yeah, yeah, I, same here. Part of, like my heart wants me to bet on Georgia here, but I just I think Alabama's gonna win the game. Yeah, if I was I, a betting it, man, it's gonna be close. I, it's gonna be. I honestly don't know what's gonna happen, but my gut tells me Bama just because it's Bama. Yeah, so. no, I'm with you 100. percent Um, otherwise, I guess. You know, we can finish off with a little bit of a little bit of Antonio Brown. Not too much to to bother anyone. I don't know if I can talk about it at nausea anymore. But I don't want to bother that. I want to know what you guys think of the NFC. Oh, okay. Picture. Oh, because okay. we have. We did talk a lot about AFC. Fire have, the cannons. We have go Green Bucks. Bay locked up that one seed. They do. So much. it will go through Lambo. So it will go through Lambo. No, they've already who clinched you, it. I believe they, they already 100 clinched, clinched it. Yes. it. Yeah. yeah, they did. Yes, they have the star by their name. So <laughs> who do you think is the second best? Who who do you think competes with Green Bay? Because they look like the best team in football right now. Jimmy, I'll let you. I'll just take that one. Um, so uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but the uh, the greatest football player of all time is on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> and that again, like I mean, obviously, like I'm gonna I I'm gonna with going. with no wide receivers. Uh, Mike He's Evans, and, Mike Evans, and Rob Gronkowski are on the Buccaneers. Okee okay. that's two guys. <laughs> you said he's, he's used to five guys. No, I know. I'm just saying, like. And the Bucks also have like their their defense hasn't been like spectacular. But if you remember from last year, like their defense wasn't like amazing during the regular season. But in the, once the playoffs hit, like the Bucks defense was yes, crazy. Correct. And I feel like they could definitely like pull it together in the playoffs and start like scheming up because Bruce. I mean, Bruce Arians calls the offense, but like obviously he's the head coach. Like he'll he'll get it together. He'll he'll get the f- sorry. We'll cut, we'll cut that. He'll, he'll get he'll get the team together and like we'll, they'll be like ready to go. And I thirty four forty. I just, I, I, just I just don't see I just don't see how Tom Brady loses in the playoffs. I mean, the, the, no. the, the Packers look great, but I can see. I got, I got to bet on Tom Brady here. I just have to because it's Tom Brady. Like, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I want to say I, Stafford. Stafford. I, I, I would love to see the Rams. Stafford. Knows I would love to see him that win. Green Bay offense and, and we, defense, and he hates Lambeau. Yeah. So there's something behind there. No. He do it for because he do it he, for the Lions. He lost in Lambo last year. No, 
No, they weren't. He was on the Rams last year, but the Rams lost in Lambeau last year to end their season, I believe. No, they lost in Seattle. For me, you want to hear someone? This no, guy I think the Rams did, beat they Seattle and they, they lost to the Packers in the divisional round. Yep, correct. You're right. But Stafford was right. on the team yet. I, no, he was I miss, not. I miss but you're right. I miss because the Rams did win that game. Their defense showed up. That yeah, game. That yeah was I'm a pretty sure that was game. like seventeen six. Like three it was. It was low scoring. I remember. Oh, it yeah, was for I remember sure. that. Yeah, the team for me that might I for whatever reason I think will present some type of challenge. If you know, if the playoffs ended today, they'd make it in. But they have a Week 18 matchup against the Rams. Are the San Francisco 49ers? And I was high on this team before the season because you look at the list of injuries of guys that they had lost last year that were all coming back, a lot of big names. Bosa's easily comeback player of the year, by the way. Yeah, so you have him. Joe Burrow? Kittle was out. Yeah, that's... that's, Dak Prescott? No, no, Bosa's not winning it, bro. That's tough. It's it's hard. As as great of a season as he's had, he is not winning comeback player of the year. You got to give it to your Burrow or Dak. You had had, had a torn ACL and a... uh, Wait, what are you talking about? Burrow played half the season last year. You can still win comeback player of the year if you just coming back from an injury. It doesn't matter how right. you play. All right. Yeah, I, 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 don't I know think what the I think Burrow or like Dak has it locked up. Bosa's had a great year. He's not winning the award. I mean, hey, if he wins it, I love he wins my boy it. Bosa. If he wins it, he wins it. But I just I don't think he's going to take it home. But looking at at the 49ers, a stat that I was appalled by almost is that Debo Samuel is like fifth in the NFL in receiving yards. I would have I would have never thought that. I don't know. I just never see him as that type of guy. I feel like they always try to get him incorporated in the run game a lot more. Than Debo's had a heck of a season. Yeah, maybe it's because I play fantasy football. But yeah, I've been known that Debo's a top I, five receiver in the NFL. See, I don't. I don't. I, I don't think. Fantasy, I think. I think he's a top five like fantasy tool, like running yeah. back receiver. I don't think he's a top five receiver in the league. So you think he's top five right now? In the I want to say he's top he's, five in the he, league. Yeah, he's, he's a top five offensive I mean, weapon that's not a quarterback. How about that? A I'll top five that. offensive weapon that is not a card because he he's a receiver and a running back, dude. He's so, both. Because yeah. if you look at receiver, you That's got fair. you got you got you got Tyree Kill, Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, who are all better at playing receiver than Debo Samuel is. I'd have to agree. With and that. that's taking that's not taking away from Debo's football skills because like yeah. I would as a weapon on offense, I'd probably take him like. Two on okay, the list, yeah. six. But as a, as a no, fan, yeah, no, no. but, 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 but then you throw in like Stefan Diggs and like D Hop, like where and those guys just had a down year. And That's I mean, true. Diggs, Diggs true. didn't have a down year, but D Hop was kind of banged up. But I, yeah, I mean, again, like Debo's really, really good. But no, it's tough because you, you, you start bringing up these names and you're like, because yeah, you have a, you have a big sense. sample size with guys like Diggs and like I know D Hop's kind of older, he's kind of getting hurt a little bit, but like. I I probably start selling my D Hop stock right now, but uh, <laughs> hey, you know, hey, I I hope he's he pro- old. I hope he comes yeah. back and proves me wrong because I love D Hop. I just think he's he's been kind of getting banged up. So I mean, I'm with you. They draft. They better draft a wide receiver. Yeah, in the first round they should. Because they they just they just drafted Rondell Moore this last year, but I think they didn't really. They did. Yeah, From I, Purdue. Yeah, Purdue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boiler up. Yeah, I forgot right. about that. But the, the but anyways, God had a better the, year than him. The 49ers for me are a team that. Depending on how they finish, obviously that game against the Rams is is big for them. Maybe not so big for the Rams. Still, still important. But um, you know, for me, that's a team that I think is going to surprise some people in the yeah. playoffs. And I thought they were going to do so much better towards the beginning of the season. They kind of started off on a tough note, just because you're in that division. And before the season, looking at the NFC West, obviously you have the Cardinals, you have the Rams, the Seahawks, and the 49ers. And going into the season, we knew the Rams were going to be really good. Right, with the, yeah, the, the, the acquisition yeah, of Stafford. Of obviously, that defense was already prominent. The Cardinals actually were before the season. Remember, they were a wild card. I don't think people really knew what was going to happen. They didn't the make Cardinals. the playoffs last year. Exactly, yeah, they, they, they had, definitely had the biggest surprise. They did because they, you know, being that number one seed for a while there, as they as they held that, um, they just didn't really know if anything was ever going to click in Arizona. Um, whether that was coaching, whether that was the personnel, nobody really knew. But I guess they kind of just figured it out this year. If any of the four teams were picked before the season, before we knew any of this, to be the one that kind of kicked the can, 
I don't think it would have been the Seahawks for me. I don't think I would have ever picked the Seahawks to be the one that dropped, really dropped out of that division yeah. and just Especially stunk. with Russell Wilson. And Pete Carroll, too. I mean, good, good quarterback, good coach. And like, good established yeah. franchise. A good, good, good organization. Winning just, franchise. They just... I think the, the problem was on defense for them, I think. And That's I mean, a big part And of Russ it. got hurt, and, like, it was just a weird year. And Seattle. how much does the Pete Carroll and Russ drama, I guess, feed into I that? I would love to see Russell Wilson go to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I would love to see that. He's a Pittsburgh. He is a kind of He's a Pittsburgh, a Pittsburgh guy. guy, dude. Just he a is. hard worker, like, super, like, just He's a grab Pittsburgh your lunch, guy. grab your lunch, go to work kind lunch of guy. Lunch pale you know? kind of guy. Exactly, yeah. I like that. I mean, it just, he, he, he went to Wisconsin. Uh, kind of been seen as like an <laughs> underdog his whole life because of how like short he is. Uh-huh. Russell Wilson was five eleven, so he's always had a chip on his shoulder. Of course, I mean it's funny that I'm saying he's a chip on his shoulder. He's a Super Bowl champion, like, but he still plays like that. Still plays like that. No, but yeah. he no, he totally does. Yeah, and like I, I love that about him. So yeah, I just wanted to mention that because I thought that was something that looking back in retrospect now at that division before we knew obviously what was going to transpire this year, that is something that seriously caught me off guard. Um, but the 49ers have have kind of like, kind of pulled it together. But for me. To answer your question initially, I guess it's a very roundabout way of doing so. But the 49ers would be a team that I would love to see them play against them. I think they present a lot of unique challenges for that Packers offense to overcome. So, otherwise... Otherwise, the two teams in the NFC that I thought surprised everybody was, one, the Eagles by winning course, all these games yep. with the Jalen. Jalen. Jalen Hurts, the guy. And also... The Saints, because Wait, the Saints you mean, are always... You mean, you mean Jalen Hurts, the same guy that Sariani or whatever said, you know, we're going to compete for the starting quarterback job. At the beginning of the year, didn't even let him have, like, the starting quarterback job. Didn't Correct. even come out and endorse him. Correct. You mean That's that guy won you football Gar- games? That guy, they traded for Gardner Minshew for, yeah. because they didn't know. Ridiculous, yeah. And then dude. also the Saints, I because... drama was so stupid. Sean Payton yep. is just a great coach. And if Jameis Winston doesn't get hurt... Dude. They're probably a 12-1 team. They're unreal. They're they have no business winning these games, I feel like, and they're the Buck killers right now. No, yeah, Tom Brady has not beat the Bucks. Has not beat the Saints, Saints yeah. in the regular season, which Dude, is they are crazy the Buck killers. And like, well, unless you have you know Ian Book is playing quarterback, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean hey, hey, it was his first was first start ever, cool. like. I mean, yeah, it that was a tough. There's, that was there's tough a, to watch. Yeah. This is bad brand of football. Not yeah. the NFL. You know, yeah. the badge. The uh, the badge was not happy about that one, but. It is what it is. That's what happens in this in this today's game that's in the, this how, league this year. So it it, it's very interesting. But otherwise, I mean, I don't even I don't even want to talk about AB. I think everyone's already heard enough about AB. If you guys are good with that, but yeah, we can, yeah, if you we can speculate a little bit. Full send podcast. And if you want to hear a clown, he is exactly. But I guess we can the speculate a joke. But a full send, we got the flag right there. The only the only question I'll pose to both of you is oh, bless you. The only question I'll pose to both of you is. Does AB make a comeback, and who's the team that actually takes the champs of picking him up again? I, I, I you go and then I mean, see if <laughs> the same again, like he's a head case. He and here's the thing: if he like somehow rehabilitates his like mind, goes to therapy, maybe maybe to rehab. I don't know. Yeah, he so might, he does might, the right. He might things. be abusing substances for all we know. Like yeah. he, he's like he's clearly going through some problems. Mm-hmm. I mean. Any or NFL franchise would be thrilled to have him on the team as a player and like yes. how for how good he is, but I just he's just so bad for a locker room. Like I, I don't know. Definition man. of cancer to a locker room. Yeah. So yeah. So does he does he come back and make come back in the NFL? <sighs> First off, he doesn't come back this year because no, no, obviously he'll, not. he'll be gone obviously for he'll be year. he'll he's be done, done he'll year. be done for until next. We're yeah. talking next season. He's gonna make a comeback. I'd love to see him. I just don't know how he would a team would have the right. I would love to see him on the Ravens. Yeah, yeah, I would I'd like love to see, to see him on the Ravens. Ravens, where he's like, probably going to go, 
is like the Cowboys because Jerry Jones loves yeah. loves publicity yeah. and big names, and big he loves big names. names. And he, he can, doesn't care how much because so for they Jerry have, Jones, publicity uh, is publicity. And the thing is, he's not yeah. going to have to pay him that much. Yeah, it's not going to. And as Jerry Jones said. My hand don't cramp up writing checks. That's what he told everyone. So he has no problem paying the yeah. bills too. But I don't think he's got to pay Antonio Brown much if that because they got they happening. got that'd be a they got CD they got Gallup they got Cooper throw Ooh. AB in there. But Jerry wow, Jones, I mean, that was just that's what everybody said about the Bucks too. I mean they won a Super Bowl exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> but they don't have Tom Brady. They have Dak Prescott. I mean. Dak, Dak's really, Dak's really good. Player of the year. Dak's, no, 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 no. no. Dak, Dak's like a borderline elite quarterback. He's like, he's like right in that. He's right in that tier of like top like six to eight. Like he's like right there. Okay. He's not. He's not Brady though, dude. Like Dak's gonna have a hell of a career. I mean, I don't know what's gonna end up happening with his whole like the longevity of everything. Yeah, longevity would be interesting for him. That's right. Because like, but I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, what I what I what I like to have Dak Prescott on the Bears as my quarterback, of course I would. Yeah, like you know what I mean. He's I'll, every I'd say eighty percent of NFL teams he'd start. He's starting on. Mm-hmm. But back right? to but like back to the main point. I I think he does get a chance. I think Antonio. I think Brown, he will too. Someone gives him a chance. I think he will too. But I don't know. I just don't know when. Yeah, yeah. And when the Madden curse will let him go. <laughs> Actually, from yeah. frostbite on the feet and his cryotherapy. That's I think it's where it all started, yeah. right? Then the, all the issues of hard knocks, the helmet issues, the Raiders, and all that garbage that went on and. Oh my goodness! It's been it's been quite a story. Someone we're gonna see like a thirty for thirty eventually. That'll that'll definitely happen. Like that, I think a that's name. a lock. He's a big name. Like He's if that were player. if that were a bet right now, like I would put down a handsome sum of money that there. Especially be a 30 if he comes for 30 back made. and like fixes his career. Exactly. Like, well, then, yeah. The well, then it's a lock. Yeah. The thing that's about it, lock. even if he doesn't fix his career, he's probably still a Hall of Famer. Well, without that, dude, he has twelve thousand receiving yards. He is already yeah. like a lock and key, like Stonewall in the Hall of Fame. Like yeah, no question asked. I guess from stats alone, I dude, mean, he's got twelve thousand. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Stats alone, you're right. he's already locked. You're like, right. But like again, his character is up for question for say, sure. That, but like, that'll you, be the question. You can't. Of, you really can't keep in. a guy like that out of the Hall of Fame. You just can't. Like I, I don't care. Like, he's that'll be so, a publicly. Criticized decision. Either way it goes, I agree. But like, dude, you can't Very keep him out. You can't keep. Him no, out I understand it. But yeah. Otherwise, I mean, I think that's all we've got for today. I appreciate you two guys. This has been a really good one. This was a lot of fun. Um, and if you have made it this far, forty-five minutes into this pod, man. And shout I out. hope. Shout one, out. Yeah, you shout. You're out. You do shout. No, oh, no. You're, shout. Oh, you're no. out, man. I was saying shout out to the people who are listening right now. If yeah, listen at this point. But go, go ahead. Drew Carpenter. I hope you made it to the end of this pod. Oh, there's no. I way. I hope you know. There's no way. Baker Mayfield. Isn't even a top 30 quarterback in this league. 30? I think he's top 30. He's not top 30. I say he's top 20. Yeah. Nope. 20. But right around I can 20. name 30 other guys better than what's him your, right now. What's your money that Drew does not even listen to this pod? <laughs> Market. All of it. Old bank account. Hey, Drew. Not. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Division One Rechecks. Uh, and we will be back again next week <laughs> with, some more, with some more content. Thank you for the boys. And uh, have a great weekend. Take care, guys.